Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda, presented by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Praise God. I want to turn to the Gospel of John, chapter 8, if you will. We'll spend a few moments in the Word of God. And it says, I'm, I'm glad that Jenna had the four, four elements and Bill had the scrolls, but this is part of the celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles, and I'm glad this also my, my iPhone told me it's the beginning this week sometime. I forgot what day it was, but beginning of fall. So the Gospel of John chapter 8, it says, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Now verse 2, now early in the morning, he came again. Say, he came again. And he came into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. And let's move on then to verse 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Say, I am the light of the world. And he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So these are one of the seven, eight, I mean seven declarations. Chapter eight here is one of them. But seven prophetic declarations of Jesus in the Gospel of John that says, I am. I am. And Jesus says, and that was inspired years ago. The Holy Spirit came into my life in a very unique way. While my mother had, as I've said many times, bone cancer. And she, the only thing her prayer was that she could see me before she died. And her body was eaten with bone cancer. And uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Pray for your mother. And I, had, I think I was used to be in the debating society. I always, I don't know why, but at that time I was kind of in the flesh. The Lord had to train me, but pray for your mother. And I shouldn't have debated, but I said, but she's in England and I'm here in Texas. And he says to me, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm a healer. Pray for her. And I did finally pray for her. And a few days later, she went to the doctors and the doctor could, could not find one trace of the cancer in her body. It had totally gone. And she lived, part of the proof is she, she had been, I mean, she was dying. She, was, she lived 26 more years. And she was converted. She was a, became a believe, committed believer in Jesus Christ and prayed every day to the Lord Jesus Christ. But this is in, we last week looked at the Feast of Tabernacles connected with Jesus. So during the feast then, we are celebrating this fun event, the great event of the fall harvest, and they are celebrating it. And the way they did it was just building the sukkah, and you had, 
an opportunity to sing and dance and march through it, see the scroll, that's the word of God, and uh, the Torah, they call it. And by the way, tomorrow still is the Feast of Tabernacles, the la- and then there'll be one more day that's added, seven plus one. It's not part of the feast, but it's one they added. That's the joy of the Torah, the Simchat Torah, and the dance. They hold the Torah and they dance with a lot of old rabbis. You'll see, I mean, it, the young rabbis too, but some, you will see them, even if they are in their 90s, holding the Torah. And if they are able to, they will dance with it around with other people. And it's expressing joy in the Word of God. So it, it really is an example for us to hold the Word of God dear to us. It's the living Word. The Holy Spirit comes and confirms the Word to you. So it does not sit there as you love the Lord, now welcomed, are filled with the Spirit of God. The Spirit is with you to make it alive. And so in John chapter 7, we saw last week, we saw Jesus in verse 37 say, uh, out loud, he declared during the feast, on the great day of the feast, it says, Scripture says, Jesus declared out loud, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink, and out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And this he spoke concerning the Holy Spirit, who they had not officially received yet, but were going to, And we read that in the book of Acts uh, when they're gathered together in chapter 2. As they were gathered together, the mighty wind came. They saw little individual flames of fire on each one, and then they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. So, and in the Gospel of John, you see seven unique statements. And we may, as the Lord leads, we may look at some of the other statements, but yesterday we saw he is the source of living water. I am, I am he, and we see I'm, I'm the bread of life. And here in John chapter 8, you see he says, I am the light of the world. So, and we have seen on the, not the first day, because it's a Sabbath day, but on the, the second day of the Feast of Tabernacles, you see the priest go down, to the pool of Siloam and draw a pitcher of water. And it's to confirm that word and this sing one of the promises of the word they sing is, with joy we will draw from the wells of salvation. And say joy. So this is part of the command of this feast is during the Passover we have kind of serious and meditative uh, because the Lamb of God is offering himself for you and for your eternal salvation. In the feast, this is more a climactic seventh feast. And we see it. Uh, it is, we are in it. We saw it, Jesus participating in it. And in the future, I shared that on Friday in Zechariah 14, you see in the millennium, kingdom, when Jesus comes and reigns for a thousand years, that that all the nations will come to observe and celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem during the millennium. So this is yet, some of it 
is yet to be fulfilled. And in the millennium reign, the nations will be judged if they do not participate or they refuse the kingship and the glory of Jesus Christ. So uh, part of the word here is joy. Say joy. So jo the joy is a, not a multiple choice. Uh, well, I don't feel like it. I don't know. This is a command. And then the Holy Spirit will come to confirm, to bless you with joy. But it is part of it. And of course, it's, we're celebrating the, the wonders of God's supernatural provision. We are celebrating the harvest. And we are full of thanksgiving. So, uh, and we, again, it was good for us to experience that as they were, if they could, they were supposed to even sleep at night, especially the men, in the sukkah. And so th on those 40 years, they were able to see the supernatural, the glory, like that fire, the pillar of fire by night. They were seeing that each night for 40 years. He's supernatural. I'm here. I'm your protection. And I'm your provision. So, uh, and so this, and then you read, it says in verse 20, in Gospel of John 8, verse 20, you, if you glance down, it goes on, these words Jesus spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple. So this is during the Feast of Tabernacles. The, all the corp people are supposed to attend all these different ceremonies taking place, the sacrifices in the temple. And this is in the area of the treasury. And uh, in the treasury, it was the treasury was in the, what we, they call the court of the women. And there were 13 trumpet-shaped uh, treasure chests in the treasury area and all around and the, of the walls of the court. And each chest was used to make collections. So there were 13 trumpet-shaped uh, chests that you gave an offering uh, and then they collected it, and it helped uh, finance, of course, the priests, the Levites. Uh, and, so, and God was blessed. And he had said the offering was part of the celebration of God's goodness and provision. And so in the treasury then, I have mentioned this as we approach the, uh, this event called the Feast of Tabernacles is that there was four giant candelabras. Remember? I mentioned the big candelabras that the 20 gallons of oil were held each night in those candelabras. The ca they went 140, I believe 140 feet up in the air. And it was the young Levites or, uh, that would we are committed to commission to go out and fill it with oil. And so then they would light it at night when the sun set and the whole of Jerusalem was lit. And it's in that context where the candelabras are lit. And in that 
in the treasury area as they have seen it, witnessed the four candelabras burning. That's where Jesus declares, I am the light of the world. You see a type here in the candelabra, but that's just a type. I am the real light. Say, I am the light of the world. So he does not say, I am the light of Jerusalem only. I want you to take note of that. It's not, I'm just not, it's not, even though Jerusalem is lit, but he is declaring he is the light of the whole world. And uh, it reminds them again, the pillar of fire by night as they were in the desert and the cloud by day. So this basically, what's the light? Wherever there is light, it ind- where there is supernatural light, it indicates to us what? The presence of God is with us. It's the light. It was supernatural, like the fire by night. You saw the picture of it. And that showed you, be comforted, be strengthened. Don't you get nervous. And it's a good thing there, thank you, just keep it there for a few moments. Because if you saw that, you were out way in the desert, you would, and, and this is good for us to know and be affirmed by this at this time where for about a year plus we have been going through this stuff of mask, no mask, two masks, three masks, whatever, and then the, whether you were, got the stab or didn't get the stab, it didn't matter. And then even people who had gotten the, the injection or whatever, but they got the COVID thing anyway. And, uh, but he, and so it, it's, the, it's almost been measurable that a lot of people, and then especially children, have the enemy has used this occasion to fill them with anxiety, and fear. It's been one of the supernatural attacks. And we reject that. Now, as you would at night, you would wake, look up. If you happen to just wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, say, you just kind of open your eyes and through, the, through the, those branches you could see the light burning, the pillar of fire by night. It, I don't know why, but the night especially because during the sun, the daytime there would be the sun and there were of course a cloud by day but the pillar of fire said I'm here. The Lord's presence is there. And he would speak to you as an individual for you to take faith. And then for your family you take hold of it. Tell your Sons and daughters, look. If you were eating and about they were going to bed, go to go to bed at nine or whatever, said, "See this? That shows that's the glory of God. He is with us. Presence, say presence." And so, the pillar of fire by night. The other thing was, they didn't have any guarantees. There were slaves 
in Egypt at that time. And God says, I'm sending Moses. And Moses declares to Pharaoh, let my people go. That's the word of God, not Moses' word. And Pharaoh learned after different signs and wonders. When, for example, all the water turned to blood. It's a good little lesson for the Pharaoh. He was the most powerful man and, and, and the wealthiest that nation, Egypt at that time was the most powerful nation and the wealthiest nation. So he had a lot of power. And he thought he was it, except the messenger of God came and set my people free. And so at that time, when they were set free, in Exodus 12, is a notable scripture for us. It's the first time we see the blood of the Lamb being used actively to let his people go. But they had no guarantee. Where are we going? What is happening? Um, which direction shall we go? And uh, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Where are we going? And so Moses was the leader. And the Mo God said, I'm going to lead you. And I'll be there with you. The pillar by, of, of the cloud by day. The fire by night. And so he gave them a word. I'm going to lead you as a people and as a nation. And for us, even today, even though some of the decisions that administration has made, it, I wouldn't blame you if you were nervous. <laughs> Do they know what they're doing? And one day we see thousands, and we don't even know how many. Much It always increases. There were, I thought there were 14,000. Yes, they found the people who had, one group was 17,400 people and all that. And then the next day you look and they have disappeared. It's all clear, but we don't know where they were taken. And then they're saying, well, they were, at, were taken at the military bases, some of the places and all that. Anyway, it's good to know and be comforted by the Word of God. And so... We reject anxiety in the name of Jesus. We reject fear. Bible says, God does not give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And when I say sound mind, you can look at your husband. It's sound mind. <laughs> I'm teasing. Uh, so we look at Exodus. Um, Exodus 13. I will look at scripture here. And uh, Exodus 13, verse 21. And the Lord, Exodus 13, verse 21. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way. Say, lead the way. So the Lord's presence was leading. And it's, it's a word for us too. And, for, uh, and you can receive it yourself and for your family. Family, don't get nervous. The Lord is leading us. Say, the Lord is leading us. Cloud by day. 
And by night, it says here, by night in a pillar of fire. Say, by night, a pillar of fire. And to do what? To give them light so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. That's great. Hallelujah. Say, it is the Lord himself. Say, the Lord. Say, it wasn't just Moses alone. It was Moses was a representative, but it was the Lord. And it, we can take comfort today. For me, it, at this hour, where the authorities in, all over the world, today, Sweden has declared uh, there are no restrictions. I think yesterday, someone made an announcement. And so, in different nations, they have put restrictions. Some say, your children must wear masks. And then other places, the children will not wear masks, but the adults will. And I mean, it's, it's a bunch of confusion out there. Anyway, I am so glad we have a Lord God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you don't need to be confused. And that Jesus himself, during the feast, declares mightily, he is the light. Say, Jesus is my light. And he, he came to the earth to be with his people. In John chapter 1. Um, we'll look at John chapter 1. And it says, um, uh, in John, John the, the prophet, John. He came, it says, verse 7, this man came to a witness, to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was, and that this is talking about Jesus, that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. So, all need to receive this light. And if they have not received this light personally, the word of God, not my opinion, not any other person's opinion, but this is the word of God, tells us Jesus, he says, and it's said during the Feast of Tabernacles, that's why I chose specially to emphasize the declaration during the Feast of Tabernacles. I am the light of the world, and this is your light. And it will be your light eternally. That's the wonderful thing is that, you know, unless he comes before that, we all have to make that sojourn. But you can make it with confidence, with a smile on your face. But you, you know, the true light is right there. And you are going to join the true light. The true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. So each person without any apology, you don't want them to die without the light. I mean, that's why part of our commission, that's why we are taking opportunity, for example, that we're able to finance with blessings, offerings, tithes, that we can speak. Now, this is recorded. It's in the archives, too, that we are sharing 
as a community. Jesus is the light of the world. All of you out there, every nation is receiving this word. Do not perish without this light. Jesus is the light. Receive him as your savior, as your light. Believe on him. He is the bread of life. He is the living waters. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. It's so wonderful to know that. And, uh, and then it says, uh, he was in the world and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. Talking about Jesus. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So we who have had the opportunity to receive the Lord Jesus. Those, uh, it says, he was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. So it is the, he, he is the one who is at the creation. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. And one of the words that's used, he dwelt among us. And uh, that word, he dwelt among us. He came, he, was, he dwelt among us. The word that's used is he, you can also substitute the word tabernacle with us. He, he dwelt among us, but he, that's, he tabernacled, just like the Feast of Booths, that Sukkot, he's he tabernacled just like the Feast of Tabernacles. And Jesus came to tabernacle with his people in bodily form here on earth. So people experience God in the flesh right in the midst. It was temporary because then he, one day he was crucified, buried, resurrected on the third day. He ascended on high. And now is seated at the right hand of God, the Father. And we'll turn to Ephesians for a moment. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3 says this to us in verse 14, sorry. It says, for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes all knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So, this, just think, it makes me go, wow, wow. So that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints. And in Bible, comprehend is not just understand, but understand, absorb, make it personal, yours. Because it belongs to you. And what is the width and length and depth and height of this love? May you know the experience for yourself, the awesome, awesome love of Jesus Christ for you. You are awesome. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are awesome. Because 
God loves you. Jesus loves you. And may you, and therefore the apostle says, may you know, experience for yourself to know the love of Christ. And in the, uh, I believe in the Amplifiers, it's experience for yourself. The love of Christ which surpasses all knowledge that you may be filled I, that I may be saved, that I may be filled with all the fullness of God. Just think, that's amazing that God says, my wish is for you to be filled to the brim with all the fullness of God. Wow. <laughs> and then the other thing, I am the light. This is, you'll find, um, Exodus, let me go to Exodus again. And uh, Exodus 14, uh, some of the fun scriptures about what it means. Uh, verse 19 says this. As the Pharaoh's army, and you, know, it's, it's the, you can take time to read the whole chapter that and the Lord said to Moses, verse 15, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians. and They shall follow you. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I've given honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. So Pharaoh is sending his army, his chariots, his horsemen. And this was the power army of civilization, these guys. I mean, people uh, were scared of Pharaoh's army. They had mighty chariots and spears and uh, men with bows and arrows. And I mean, they would destroy anybody out there. And... Then it says, in this context then, verse 19, and the angel of God, the pillar of fire by night, the cloud by day, that's the one. And the angel of God, so that's the presence of God, who went before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them. And I wish, I mean, our, our worship team is great, but I wish I had a, a, a movie orchestra and the, the fire, that angel of God goes and moves. He's over them, and it goes, and there is an awesome music. And then the angel and his presence and the pillar of cloud went before them and stood behind them. So the, the Pharaoh's army is coming, and the thousands of horsemen coming, and trying, we're going to kill you, we're going to kill And the angel of God says, do you think you are going to kill these people? And mighty glory comes behind, stands behind the children of Israel. He says, who do you think you are? Not one of you is going to come out alive. You are chasing my people and I am here to stand and protect them. Say protection. So that's part of what we celebrate as we see the light. 
And I was so proud. I was so proud of uh, little Ava and her mommy and the little girls here. And that she stood yesterday with all these big stylists and stuff of the people of the world. And she stands out. I mean, it's the glory. And the Lord was with you, I really believe, and, and gave you that promotion that the whole world could see. That's why I wanted to say, wish, pray that you would be on the YouTube and you would also inform them that they recognized that this was one of the outstanding style performance, I don't know what you would call it, but it's among the five top events in the world. And that's this young girl, anointed. Wow. Just an example. And I believe to give you and to give each of us some confidence in this time frame where there has been a kind of the Wuhan virus and the COVID-19 and all of this, and people are doing this and that, and then this nation is doing this and then that nation. And in Australia, they've gone crazy almost, it looks like. <laughs> they are chasing. Police are chasing anybody who they catch if they've gone out of their supposed location. Um, it's, it's strange. And therefore, I really felt it was important for us to know the heart of God, that He's with you. He's watching over your family, that He is the presence and he is the light of the world, and he's the protection. So, you see that in the event, when the Pharaoh's army chased the angel, the presence of God stood between the Pharaoh's army and the people of God. And therefore, the Bible says, the light, he's the light of the world, and the darkness cannot defeat it. Say darkness cannot defeat the light. So you can have just one little flame in a big cloudy place and the fl flame will stand out. I remember way, way back when I was just 16 years old and I went hunting in one of the darkest places at night called Savo National Park and that's where the lions came, if you remember, about 120 years ago, uh, 140 years ago now. The, in the, the, the movie, The Ghost in the Darkness. The lions come and eat a lot of people. And, but when we made a fire, it, you could see the fire for miles because the darkness cannot overwhelm the light. The light always will defeat the darkness. So be confident and have faith. Even if there is darkness and there is spiritual darkness, be confident that the Word of God and that therefore part of our vision, part of our commitment is to make the declaration of the gospel important. To make being the church of Jesus Christ as an important commitment we have that we gather together, that we are not going to become isolated because that lessens our ab ability to project that 
Jesus is the light of the world. And so in no way are we going to be uh, in fear of darkness. We have the light. Why? Because we have Jesus. And Jesus in 16, John 16 says, for us not to be afraid, I have overcome the world. And that when he says, I am the light, wherever he is, that's the path for us. His presence creates the path for us. See, when the, in Exodus 12, they, they didn't know where they were going to go. God says, but I'm with you. I am your path. Lord, where am I going? Don't worry. I am, I am here with you, and I will be your path. So, as they came out of Egypt, he led them. He is the one who designed that path. So, when they left Egypt, they did not know where exactly they were going to go, but that did not matter. The Lord himself, I am the light. He had a plan for them. And so, for us, it's important. Once you're in the light, stay in the light. Unless you're commissioned, like you're a missionary or church, and several elders and said, you know, we're going to help you or whatever, and you're going to go to this part of the world, and in that darkness, you're going to shine that light you know, as missionaries, as uh, messengers. But don't get isolated. Don't make, if you can, if you are people of the light, take advantage. Um, when the Lord was speaking, I'm just, Bonnie, I wish Bonnie was here, but when the Lord was speaking to us about there's this, I believe God is lighting, I mean, our hearts were drawn, but we needed to check with it. I remember I checked, I was pastoring in Leveland, Texas. I consulted all my elders, all my leadership team, I consulted also, I was connected with, very much, with Brother Derek Prince, Jim Croft, and that we were, uh, Derek was the primary leader there, but there were other, Don Basham, others, and they really honored our ministry, and uh, I was with them, and I consulted with them also, because they were off the light, and, and they all got a confirmation <laughs> and part of it, I think, so, oh, why the heck are you delaying? Get going. <laughs> I'm kind of joking, but they almost teased me. Uh, but I was going to be careful. I was consulted people of the light. And I didn't want darkness to guide me. I was guided by the light and those who had the light. So when we have light, we want to be guided by other leaders, elders, if we have them, and uh, consult them. And men and women, by the way, I don't, some of the people I've honored over the men number years, Gwen Shaw, for example, was a missionary. She was a great leader that I knew personally. Sister Ruth Heflin was a great leader. So men and women, I just want to make that clear. 
And if you have ever gotten isolated, make sure that you are in connection with people of the light. And, uh, and that when God says, I am the light, Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. That is a promise. Do you have a promise from God? That we believe in him. He is with us. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Uh, and then the main thing, John chapter 12 tells, don't, if you know him, don't harden your hearts. Uh, and there will, there will be some exceptions who are just been so influenced by the darkness that they will keep on rejecting. And the Lord will present himself in different ways and give them opportunity to come to the light. But there is a time that they will, no, I don't, no, I don't, no, I don't want that, I don't want it. And then you leave it with the Lord, whatever they choose. But we give them opportunity to receive that. Uh, but Hebrews tells us um, that don't keep on rejecting the Lord. Um, let me see if I can find that. Um, it says, uh, he then would have had to suffer often since the foundation, but now once at the end of age, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. But in this you get the impression, it's, there is not like many opportunities. Well, I, I'll put him up, put him up, and then suddenly it's time to move to the to eternity. Don't put off believing Jesus. That's my word to all of us if they have rejected Christ. But we pray, Lord, give you grace. The Lord continue to give, show favor and blessing for you that he continue and save us all. So during this feast then, we want to recall with the uh, great thanksgiving that Jesus is the light of the world and he is the living waters and there are several other areas in the gospel of John where Jesus declares the seven times that he declares I am I am I am for me when he came many years ago and said pray for your mom he said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the impression I got was, he's a healer. I'm the healer. I'm Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, your provider. And I am thank God that my mother had 26 more years being saved, exalting the Lord Jesus Christ. She got healed. And, of course, she got saved. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that we are all can be here together celebrating the goodness of God 
in the land of the living. Raise your hands where you are right now. Say, thank you, Jesus. You are the bread of life. You are the light of the world. You fill me. You baptize me with living water. When I was thirsty, you gave me water. The water of life. I am baptized in the Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit. I'm thirsty for more. Fill me, Lord. By faith, I receive Jesus Christ as my light. Thank you, Father. Amen. Give them a big clap offering. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Chavda, visit us at chavdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.